0: But you know what? You know what? We got we got a sponsor, bro.
1: Yeah, we do. We do have a sponsor. Tell us about them, bro. You
0: know what? I'm so I, I'm so excited about that because Discord is called D I Z Core. Matches up some of your favorite rock and hip hop albums with some of your favorite Disney characters. And you know what? Yeah. They sell limited runs on all t shirts. So act fast because when they're gone, says fueron. No,
1: yeah, it? yeah, no, yeah, no, and no. no. Yeah. And you know
0: what? You know what? The good thing about it—they're printed on comfortable, soft
1: shirts. That, that's what I like when they're like nice the, and soft, dude. Yes, not
0: not that nasty, rough promotion. Hey, you know, like the cheap ones they throw out, and or they're all thick,
1: up. and then you just feel yeah, hot. You feel like, so hot, uh, and you're
0: sweating, and it smells man. nasty. Ah, oh, una cochinada, no. But yeah. these, <laughs> <laughs> these first series are available shirts, are um. About uh, hold on, what the hell? First series,
1: <laughs> yeah, the first series available. Oh yeah,
0: the first series, the first shirts are. It look
1: shirts.
0: You <laughs> said that uh, they have Winnie the Pooh, Notorious Big mashup, and a Mickey Mouse gorilla biscuit. biscuit well, hold on. let me.
1: Let, it's Notorious Big. Oh, Notorious B.I.G. Este es <laughs> no no es no, no the rap music. Este le gusta del wave.
0: <laughs> no, you, uh, yeah, I was I was not into hip hop, but I yeah, okay, Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? But the cool thing they have an Iron Maiden and Donald Duck T.
1: Yeah, that one. That one's coming soon. You know, maybe it's on the site now, but I know that one that design they do have the image and it looks um, amazing. That's the one uh, oh, I,
0: I'm waiting you know, for. Also coming at the end of the month. We're in the end of the month. So oh, see. Yeah, you're it. right. It's coming. It's coming. And in the middle of making an NWA Mickey Mouse crew mashup.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm excited to see what that one looks like.
0: So check them out. It's www.dizcore.com. Once again, www.dizcore.com. C-O-R-E
1: dot com. And make sure you do the www dot, because if you don't, for some reason, if you just put discord.com, it'll lead you somewhere else, or it won't open up the site. So make sure as a whole, www dot D-I-Z C-O-R-E dot com, discord. Now let's fire up those time circuits said it's a 1984 because today we're traveling back in time to revisit this is spinal tap my calculations
2: are correct when this baby hits 88 miles per hour you're gonna see some serious shit
1: Welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am your host, Santos, and as always, I am joined by...
0: Freddie Morales, como están todos? A Ahua,
1: it is... Uh, wait, no, I don't know. I was trying to do a mixture of a... What, what's his trying? name? The, yeah. Wow, what's his... Uh, God damn it. Yeah, Al Pacino, Scarface. Al Pacino,
0: you know, Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. The
1: <laughs> <Hoo-ah>. <laughs> it's all about hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode, and we are finishing off our series of 1984 films. It, it wasn't planned. Uh it was actually done by accident because the first film we did, or first two films, were both in 1984, and I thought some graffiti picture that Freddie also thought was 1984. And yeah. we just decided let's do 1984 in which it said 87. So maybe we'll do exactly. 87 at exactly. some point. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's when we we're coming out of that whole last year. And, you know, we're all pendejos.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're ending it. This is our final film. And this film was actually voted upon by our fans. I put it out yeah. there from Instagram. I did it on Facebook. I did it. You know, I put it out there on the stories um and it all came down to like a tie it was just waiting like holy hell we have one like it's just like what am i gonna do it was a tie and finally at the end of it someone voted one extra one on this is spinal tap so that's how we're gonna end this with we did prince last week and it was like a whole musical film so why not jump over and do a mockumentary, and this time we'll be doing it with Spinal Tap.
0: Yeah. That year was such a good year for uh, movies, especially this one coming out too as well. A lot of, uh, well, this was one of the uh Mock-a-berry.
1: No, mock you,
0: <laughs> mock you memories. am <laughs> sorry, my I got tongue twisted there already. <laughs> it, it, it's
1: your it's your accent, that's why there's yeah, certain yeah. words I can't say. Con accent. Well, you know,
0: it's 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 a rockmentary, you know, yeah, yeah that's is rock. what you call it, you know? So, you know, it's about British guys, American guys being British, and then yeah, something like that.
1: Real quick, uh, when people, when people meet you like in the press or media when they're going to interview you. Because you are doing devotional Dave, and if, say, they don't know your last name yet, they don't know your name, and because you basically look almost like Dave Gahan, do they think you're British ever at any point?
0: (laughs) Some of that don't know Depeche Mode. Some of them do. Some of them, I remember I did a show and someone thought I was Dave. I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, oh, I was, he was like totally coarse, you know, he had a lot of drink to drink. And he came up to me and goes, Yeah, I was there, man. 84, dude. Oh my god, Dave, what are you doing over here in Austin? I was just <laughs> hanging right. out here, bro. You know, I you're just, like- you know, I, I go to different countries and I just say, Hey, let's just do a show here.
1: <laughs> you're like, Hey, you're you not know soy. I, I don't know. I, I don't, you're soy know- soy Freddie.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but it's funny, dude. It is funny when people do that. It just trips me out. It trips me out. And I'm like, Okay, sometimes I go with the flow just to kind of make it you know, humorous for me too, as well, but.
1: Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's funny. Like, cause I was just like, oh, you know, cause someone put your face on a Dave Gahan, a Dave Gahan like image from um, barrel of a gun. And it freaking was shockingly eerily like good. Because. Oh, yeah, it looked- yeah, one,
0: yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. it kind of looks, yeah, it's kind of, well, you know, it's like we have the kind of same body shape. So it kind of it's easy for me to morph into Dave, but, uh, yeah. but it's not about Dave Gahan. It's about a spinal tap. People are going, yeah, it's hey,
1: about spinal tap.
0: I don't want to be talking about this.
1: But yeah. So, so what this is here, this film, honestly, look, all right. What, one of, one of, uh, the comments says from, I don't know how to pronounce what it, what the person's name As- asking first function. I, I don't know, but he says spinal tap deserves much more recognition. He's like, uh, you can help, guys. So ba- that was one of the votes, basically telling us that it deserves a lot. Because re- this movie, honestly, it, it just, you know, it made, it made money in the box office. And it became a huge cult film once it was released on VHS and Betamax. But this movie was, like, when you look at the reviews from, like, especially back when, when you got, like, you know, uh, Roger Ebert, Gene Siskel, uh, like, you got all these people talking about, hell, even the Library of Congress has has put this in the National Film Registry. So that means wow. that this movie is saved for, let's see, in 2002, This is Spinal Tap was deemed culturally, historically, or anesthetically significant by the Laundry The laundry. <laughs> The, the library. <laughs> the Library of Congress and was selected for preservation in the United States Film Uh National Film Registry. So it's one of those where like this thing is gonna be put in a vault and saved for future generations to be like, oh what, like you know, if things ever get lost and all that, they're going to take all this stuff out and be like, here you go. And this is one of those films because it, it, it it's just widely regarded as one of the best films of 1984. And it's certified fresh. So this, you know, if you follow, I don't like Rotten Tomatoes, but if you follow Rotten Tomatoes, it's up there at a 95%. So this yeah, is-
0: Yeah, I was so surprised. Movie. I was surprised to- Cause I saw this a long time ago and you know, it's, it's me being a musician. It's hilarious because everything that, it, <laughs> that you see in this movie, it's pretty much what goes, what happens being in the band,
1: oh especially
0: gosh. when you're an aging band too as well. <laughs> and you're trying to come back and you're trying to deal with the managers or record labels. And uh, for Spinal Tap, I mean, it's just hilarious. It's a very comedy. I, I, I was laughing a lot today. While revisiting this in the morning so it's fresh in my mind and a lot of uh special guests uh, actors who are in this film are like oh my God that guy's in it, you know some British actors.
1: So let's so let's start off with the who's in it, you know, like with this film yeah, so well. right away meathead director from all in the family, Mr Rob Reiner who yes. also did Stand By Me. This guy, he's he was the actual director of this. Actually, this is his first film that he directed, but he also stars in the movie. He's Marty DeBergi. So that's, you know, you also have uh, the writers. Uh, and the band, so you got Michael McKeon, who's David St. Hubbins. He's currently on, or actually he just passed away on Better Call Saul. He was Saul's brother, uh, spoilers. Uh, Nigel Tuffle, who's Christopher Guest, who also from after this film, who wrote this, was one of the writers, has made a bunch of mockumentary films. So there's like Best in Show, A Mighty Win, um, what you call it? Uh, God damn it, what were the other ones? Yeah. Uh, waiting for guffman uh mascots all these films are done in the style of this movie uh and then harry Shear, who's one of the prolific voices in the simpsons who does Derek smalls he's the one that has the the um in his pants what is that the cucumber
0: <laughs> yes that was a funny scene by the way when he's walking in the airport so when you see that scene hilarious
1: Oh, man. So, yeah. So, and then you got little, you know, cameos through like Ed Begley Jr. You see a young Dana Carvey, uh, what you would call it? Fran Drescher. Yeah. Fran Drescher. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, you have also one of the, I didn't see at all in the movie, but Angelica Houston is credited in this film. I didn't see her. So maybe she was cut out. But this film is basically... Uh, it's it's a mockumentary. The uh, and what it is is supposed to be a rockumentary. So it's a do, it's a, a mock documentary where <laughs> they get they follow a band around and it's just them. They're releasing a new album and they're going around trying to do press and uh, sh- to promote the album with the concerts and tour you know tour to you know Freddie. I, like that's why I was excited to do this movie because. I'm doing this movie with the with someone who is a musician, someone who's been in a band like that, not, not just in this current band, but in the past. He was in other in another band that, like in 2001, I remember you posted a picture that I had to share because Freddie's all young, you know, you know, he's a little yeah, kid.
0: Yeah, you know? <laughs> damn man.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I was like, all right, you know, I want to, you know, we could get some insight of someone who's been on the road uh and 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 yeah so oh. this this film is loved widely loved by musicians uh there's a segment on i love the 80s when they talk about this for 84 and there's all these musicians who just talk about how this movie is one of those that they have they everybody has on their turbos all these uh rock bands have this movie on there you turbos. gotta
0: have it in your collection It has. yeah to.
1: they and and like you know it, it's it's funny that um uh where a lot of these are uh, like Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, you know, uh, Dee Snider, Ozzy Osbourne, they've all talked about how they've gotten lost backstage, you know? oh man, um, that's
0: I've gotten lost backstage several times, bro. And when I saw that, <laughs> I was laughing, laughing. And you're like, you know, you're like trying to follow the noise of the audience, but sometimes, you know, you're wearing, you're, you know, you're playing at 15, 2000 seaters, you know, you got block walls who are, that are, you know, and hear the sound. So you're like, where? And then you're you're like, hey, it's over there. Hey, And there's a guy in the background, you know, it's backstage helping you, putting a pipe on. Where is the state? Oh, well, pues allá allá, un left un un right, and And then you're the right there, okay? Oh, dude, and then hilarious. you walk around like, all right, yeah, you know, California all right. or whatever, Los
1: Angeles, and then you walk back and he's like, hey, eh, <laughs> go that way.
0: That's happened. That's happened, dude. That's hilarious. I like it. I like it in the beginning of the film when it starts, yeah, like arriving and you see the limousine guy like i was gonna pick him up with the name of the wrong with you know with the misspelling or uh yeah misspelling of the band
1: Spinal yeah. Pap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the beginning of of like just the problems like <laughs> of this of this band and it, it's 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 like i i don't understand why but they have a curse with their drummers every single drummer
0: let me tell you every band has a curse with the drummer it's always the drummers bro oh so, really oh yes it's just something about the drummers you know how many times I've gone through drummers in my own bands oh, like yeah. something <laughs> happens we, we have a good time six months and then something happens like dude what happened oh dude I gotta go what happened what do you mean you gotta go I gotta sell my drums what I gotta make rent you're gonna sell your
1: <laughs> what is going on wow. Holy crap! <laughs> Stuff like that, dude. So, well, at least they don't die because yeah, they, they I haven't
0: had one die on me yet. But I've had one to, like tell me some. But yeah, unfortunately, because yeah, they're, they're, they're
1: all be, they're they're all drummers. They all die by like spontaneous combustion. One um, died uh, gardening.
0: Yeah, gardening yeah, accident. I, how do you do that?
1: Someone else's vomit. <laughs>
0: Exactly, that he, was he
1: was out there with the lawnmower and he tripped and he found he ran him over. I don't know, that's embarrassing,
0: dude. Yeah, you, that could happen, dude. That could happen, you know, especially with a machinery hey, like that. You know, no
1: lie. My neighbor, uh, when I was a kid, my neighbor, she was an older lady,
0: oh, uh, man. he
1: died. Oh, in her yard outside, what? like, like what w- my understanding what I remember is that there they had kind of had a hole in the middle of their yard for some reason, maybe it had like a sprinkler system back when. And she fell in it, like her foot. It wasn't deep, but her foot fell and it made her fall. And I'm saying that that, she died after, like, I guess maybe, you know, because old people can fall and hurt themselves bad and die from the fall. So, hey, bro,
0: you can walk out of your house and have an accident that's so just like how trip over a kid's toy, your kid's toy, and you can fall in your face and and die right there.
1: That's, you know, it can happen.
0: So it can (laughs) happen anywhere, man. But for for tap. that's true
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) so yeah or spontaneously combust that would be my thing but i love because when when you when you're introduced to this band it starts off with an interview and i love that they mentioned that they're like oh yeah when we first started we call ourselves the originals oh but but we found out (laughs) there's another band called the new originals so we called ourselves the regulars but then (laughs) they decided to change their name the other band so they're like should we just be called do we go back to the originals or you know it's just like just some dumb like And here's the thing about this movie freddie i don't know if you know this and when it comes to these films that's why like i love this show called curb your enthusiasm by um larry david because that show it's it's all improvised like they have outlines and that's what they did with this movie they have outlines and what it is is like this so it's kind of like you know, like the way we do this show, Freddie, you you know, you and I are going to talk about this is Spinal Tap. Other than that, we have we don't have, you know, what exactly what we're going to say. We're just going off of what we're saying. Right. Well, with their comedy, that's what this movie was. So they know, OK, we have an outline. So we know what where we're what we're supposed to talk about being like, OK, uh, you're going to talk about the the album release and where y- your character is supposed to go other than that all the line is improvised so all the comedy is improvised and almost all the takes they used were the first takes because they wanted their natural reaction so whenever you see one of them kind of laugh a bit or anything it's because they're truly laughing like they're it's making them laugh but yeah it's all improvised so this i like movie that is not one scripted. part
0: <laughs> there's so many parts bro i like it when um when um oh god i forgot i can't Think of his name right now, but he's backstage and he's complaining to his manager that the bread is too small.
1: Oh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's Nigel Tuffle. He's to his manager Ian,
0: yes, to the manager Ian. And that was hilarious, bro, because when you
1: think you're like, turn around, turn around, yeah, dude, that's the part (laughs) right there, dude.
0: That is, I'm so fortunate that we had. Cheese and water and Gatorades in yeah. our main room, bro. And this guy's complaining about the bread, bro. He's like, how,
1: <laughs> how, how am I supposed to go fold the um, fold the? Look, yeah, how, if I put it like this. <laughs> how
0: am I gonna do this? You know? How am I supposed to pick it up? You know? And eat it? You know? It's like, it was the bread bread needs to be bigger? Some mm-hmm. sure. manager.
3: Well, no, there's some problems here. Uh, I don't even know where to start. All right, this. Sound uh, check one, No, one, no, one, no, one. no. This, this, look, look, look. There's a little problem with the. Uh, Look, this this miniature bread. It's like I've been working with this now for about half an hour, and I can't figure out. Let's say I want a, mm-hmm. a bite, right? You got this. You'd like bigger bread? Exactly. Yeah. I don't understand how. You could it, sorry, fold this then. I mean, well, no, it. then it's half the size. No, not the bread. No, you fold the meat. Think yeah, this, but then it, this, then it then breaks bread. up, breaks no, apart no, 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 no. like you this. You put it on the bread like this, see? Yeah. But then if then you then keep it folding it, it keeps well, breaking, keep and then you everything has to be folded. And yeah. then it's this, and I don't want this. I want large bread so that I can put this. Right. So then it's like this, yeah. but this doesn't work because then it's all... Because it hangs out like that. <laughs> look, yeah. would you be holding no, this? No, and... I wouldn't want to eat, I wouldn't want to put it in my mouth. All right, A, exhibit, no, you're right. You're exhibit right, A, right, and then we move right. on to this. Look, look, who's in here? No one, and then in here, there's a little guy, look. Yeah. So it's it's a complete catastrophe. No, you're right. Nigel, Nigel, but it's no, it's no big deal. Look, it's a joke. You know, it's really it's, it's, a, just, it's just some crack at university, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean right. it's a I really joke. it's all I a, don't want it to affect your performance. It's not going to right. affect my right. performance. Don't That's worry about right. it all right. I just hate it. Really, yeah. it so does disturb me. But I rise above it. I'm a professional, right?
0: And I love the manager, because the manager deals with a bunch of shit, dude. You know, we luckily. I mean I've I've had managers and and they go through a lot because <laughs> they baby the bands, you know.
1: They're like they they're, do. They're the like their who- their album cover that they need to promote. It's called oh. Smell the Glove. And it, when when the the like the record, I don't know who she who was Fandresser. She's Fran a Dresser, yeah, with she's- the company
0: yeah she's like the uh like the art director or kind of like the, the middle person within the record label
1: with like the with head her. guy and then yeah. she like flat out towels and pulls him aside yeah like, i love what it what the hell is this album we can't do this is and it's, it's sexist it's, it's a woman on all floors so she's basically like a dog has a collar around her and someone's putting a glove in her face and the album's called smell smell that glove like what the
0: Right and she's telling him and he's like what what I don't find it offensive it's sexy no it's sexist he yeah sexist oh. no it's, it's I thought it was sexy you know
1: <laughs> yeah cuz uh, that's when they walk over the band and it's again Nigel he's like what's wrong with being sexy he's like no sexist
0: <laughs> You know but seriously the front cover is everything for a label I mean I worked at two major labels you guys and yeah. I've heard I would hear these conversations In our meeting rooms, when the manager the band or over, you know just talking about the front cover, I mean when a band is is under a label. You have so many hands on that record. Everybody wants to put their input, the mark director, the manager, the label, the band members. It's, <laughs> it's it's a pain in the butt to I release a problem, you guys. God like, damn. You see the stress. I mean, it's funny because I can relate. I can see this happen. It was like, it can be the most even, it can be something like that. You know, it's like, dude, and you know, they, they, and they don't see it like, dude, it's very offensive or it's racist. No, but I don't care. I man. it's art, you know.
1: <laughs> and what's crazy is that they it almost like foretells what happened, especially like later on with like Walmart and Kmart and all of those stores, because they either one would not carry the album or two. They had to have an alternative like cover or the, the it was a clean album.
0: Yes. You know what? And I dealt with that a lot. We had to make stickers because I worked for MCA records. It was a hip hop station. I mean, a hip hop album, a hip hop label. And that was the thing we had, you know, you had, well yeah, you had Kmart, you had all these big shops, Target, and they were like, No, 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 that front cover is too sexist. You know, you gotta put yeah. a slap a slap a big you know sticker in front of it and cover whatever it is. And and yeah, dude, it's just so so
1: you so you worked for the like a, a hip hop label and all of that?
0: MCA records, yeah. And, time, and, I mean, and you
1: didn't even know Mr. Notorious Big. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I was so That was no, funny though. That I'm was sorry hilarious.
0: notorious <laughs> <laughs> know,
1: <dude>. <laughs> but you know what's cool? because hey, what's I mean, it's funny, but then it's like, it's real almost because, and he's like, oh, we got the album. Hey, everybody, come here. We're going to show you the album. <laughs> and it's all black. He's like, what can be more black than black? You know, and it's a black album. And it's funny <laughs> because Metallica has an album called the Black Album in which they actually purposely did it black in tribute to Spinal Tap, because in, in they have an act, nice. it, it's captured nice. in their DVD where they have a DVD, it's called A Year and a Half in the Life of Metallica. And it says, in backstage during a Freddie Mercury tribute concert, Metallica met with Spinal Tap and they discussed how their black album was an homage to. A, you know, Spinal Tap, Smell the Glove.
0: Dude, I think a lot of bands did homage to this. I mean, I can see the homage because there's so many funny things here. Like they did, a, I work with the band Sigur Ross, if you guys are really cool. oh kind of, Yeah, yes. dude.
1: I, oh, they're great, man.
0: Dude, they came up with a white album and it was a white album. You can see their logo, but it was like, you couldn't even see it. So everybody was like, and they were like, no, we wanted to be white. That's what he want." And our director, it was in that label was like, no, we need to have like the band. But no, this band, you know, this band plays backwards. I mean, like not facing the audience, They, they, because they, they, they want you to focus just on the music. So yeah. so, yeah, I mean, a lot of bands have done homage to this. It's like, oh, I just want a white album, man. Wouldn't it be cool, dude? and that's funny
1: because ian says like hey you know the white album he tries to compare like look at the videos they did a white album nobody nobody cared about the album it was about the music you know because he tries to like they're upset and it's it's like there's one scene that it's funny, but it also makes me feel bad is when, okay, they get a lot of cancellations. Every Almost every venue, they're like, oh, the show was canceled. The show was canceled for We're low up. ticket sales. like yeah. No and
0: attendant. And these are not 10, 15,000 seaters. These are 2 000, 1,500 seaters.
1: Yeah, and, and they get canceled. <laughs> they're not packing and, them. Then, and then they go to a record store signing and no one is there. Oh, no that's, one. Yeah, that's and sad. I'm like, oh man, that's fucking embarrassing. But
0: you know what? <laughs> Prop to the guy who actually put that together. The It must have been the AR guy or the, the, the marketing guy for yeah. the band because he's like, dude, I'm sorry. I know it sucks. He even said, damn, that sucks. Imagine you're there to <laughs> to promote them. That's the most scary thing, especially when you're doing your original music. I mean, I've done record release parts and you're like, damn, man, I hope people show up. I mean, this is it. This is if it's, <laughs> I'm either hot or I'm not, or the music sucks. And that's when, you know, people are not interested in you. <laughs> and it sucks then- for them because nobody shows up. And then this guy's like, yeah, man, just go ahead, man. Just kick my ass. You look at, here's my ass. Kick my ass. <laughs> yeah. He's like, literally, come on, guys. It's just my kick, fault. You. Just I'll kick my take- ass. <laughs> yeah, just- you
1: know what I want you to do?
3: Will you do something for me? or well, do me a favor. Just kick my ass okay kick this ass for a man that's all kick my ass enjoy come on i'm not asking i'm telling with this kick
0: my ass because he took the fault that no one showed up no one you know it's funny because it's like i hear this and it's like what happened to all the radio promotion all of that well you know i know they said that and they didn't they didn't come through it's just typical music industry stuff dude that really does happen
1: Oh man, I swear, and it's just like it's funny because they always have like these little. Like, there's even like little bit things that you, you, that are funny, like you catch like e- even something that like I remember like one of the when I first saw this movie like see oh we didn't talk about like how we were first introduced to this movie and I guess the reason why I skipped that part because like I this wasn't one I watched when I was a kid like the way I was introduced <clears throat> to this movie was in the late nineties um. When DVDs, uh, or maybe it was like early, early two thousand. I think it was late nineties. Um, the you know DVD players they were uh, releasing a special edition for the first time ever. This is Spinal Tap on DVD, and it was gonna be in a an ultra like special collector's edition with all these special features. And one of the greatest things about this freaking DVD is the commentary track, and here is why. Because you have Michael McKeon, Christopher Guest, and Harry Shear doing the commentary, but they are not doing the commentary as actors being like, oh yeah, see in this scene, I was focused on doing, acting this way. No, 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 no. The whole DVD is done as their characters. So Spinal Tap is watching the movie and giving you the commentary as spinal tap and it's effing amazing oh, so if wow. you can get your hands on the the dvd commentary like they do have the opening uh menu on youtube you could watch the menu part and you could see you can hear their commentary for that part but
2: oh black very black, black always black, a black. good choice it's like space without the stars in it oh that's beautiful that's poetry that is very restful isn't it isn't yeah it? restful on the eyes it's like a pastel black it's a great way to to uh, tune up your your set, you know, yeah. Black to make a sure basic. there's no interference. Oh, it's a oh this is oh, is that like an airplane going over your head? No, hello, hello. Oh, that's great. I recognise it. Nice. Stop, no, it's getting too small. What? Blow, blow it up. Blah. Where it go? No, they're going to freeze it. It's still there, but it's no, can rather that. small. Well, you're going to get very close Run to set. Run it back. Set. Run it back. Make it big again. If you get high definition, then you'll die. What, you're too what, close to the what screen. What are those buttons on the bottom there? Play. Well, it says play. That's yeah. obvious. You can play Wait, the are we supposed to bloody play? movie. No, I didn't no. even bring my base. No, not going to play music. Oh. No, play, What's the, play this the actual scene selection. Well, that means you can go to any scene you'd like. I mean, yeah. it's like a listing, a menu. From this, you... from from what scenes? From what? From the film. This is Spinal Tap. That's what we're here for. If you've seen it, why would you want to select it? Didn't you know that's what we were doing here? Well, no, I just showed up, didn't I? And then it says special some, features, which I'm assuming is like, you know, my profile. Your mole. Right, Derek's what package. Like, what if you like to see a mystery or something, then what do you do? You buy another DVD. Oh. Yeah, it's enti- it's no, your choices aren't unlimited. You, you can't get another film scene selection from this? No, it no. Won't. Not unless you uh, turn on the TV. Is there going to be some other graphics going on here? No. Shouldn't the name sort of rotate and look like it's aluminium and have lights coming off it? That was a basic idea, wasn't it? Yeah. But it's just small. Well, small is nice. It's flat, though. And tiny. Yeah, And I can't read it unless I push my nose up against it, and that's not the point, is it? Well, I'll smudge the screen on it. Yeah. I think you're making too much of this. Well, if they'd made too much of it, it would have been a good idea.
1: If you can, and that's how I was introduced was to... Because, like, I would see little things, I'm like, oh, Spinal mm-hmm. Tap, and then Out of Nowhere... I keep hearing about this DVD. I'm like, I really want to see this movie. I want to watch it. So I went to like this video store and I turned in some DVDs to get credit and buy it. So that's how I was first introduced to this movie. And I still own it. Like I have the DVD. Um, you know, we couldn't watch it because my freaking DVD or PlayStation broke. So HBO Max is the way to watch this if you can. What? When were you first introduced to this movie, Freddie? Well,
0: after watching um, Music for the Masses in 87 88 i mean this this is when i saw this movie because oh, i was like so being introduced oh so you got to see it in yeah. the 80s so i got to see it in the 80s because i wanted to be in the band so i i any documentary rockumentary or whatever i just wanted to get my hands on and watch this and yeah i just that's that's pretty much you know what happens like spinal tap was like god i want to be in the band you got to watch this dude this is exactly you know <laughs> What you may encounter in your venture into this career, and it's a brutal career, you guys, you got to be passionate about it. And of course, when you make it, you know, you're just a number to a major record company. I mean, it's a business Everybody loves you when you're making cash and you're hot, but when you get to this point like Spinal Tap, they're trying to keep the momentum going the pressure. And not only that, the ego is within the band, I think. Wow. You know, it's it's killer. It destroys bands. I mean, look, it's it's even destroyed the Beatles, you know. So any band, that's what's amazing about being in the band. I think it's it's just like you're like more than brothers. It's like uh it's a like marriage between dudes. And we, everything's so transparent where you get to even sit around and smell your, your yeah, he's a great writer, but you don't want to be smelling his feet or, <laughs> or you know, or just things, just weird things that you're just like, dude, why do you chew your mouth? I'm pretty sure people hate things I do, you know, like.
1: Well, you know, here a girl is what broke them up.
0: Always, because, dude, she's the Yoko Ono of the band
1: Yeah, she's the Yoko Ono She comes on and Sorry, she tries Yoko to fans. like She tries to change their style Of what they wear on stage But it's so, so true It's so
0: true, you know It's like I've I've had You know, I'm not saying the girlfriend You know, girlfriends are But some of them step in and they want to change everything And then the lead singer wants to be cool with everybody Like, oh man, I want to start shit You know, hey, your girlfriend is budding in too much, man And then, And then the manager too is like Hey man what is she, the road manager now, or your stage <laughs> manager now? What's going on? And the, the boyfriend is just trying to be cool and try to, but it happens, you guys. And
1: yeah, uh, I, which and he it does. <laughs> it- <laughs> And what's funny because there's a scene where they're all eating dinner. They're at a diner, they're eating dinner and she's trying to give them like a new costume. You're going to be playing like a lion and you're going to play like a a cat or some like weird creatures, animals. And they're like, what the hell? And the manager's like, this is too expensive. And then then that's when freaking... you know, Nigel, he's like, you know what? No, no, no. You know what? I got an idea. Let's do Stonehenge. Here, we'll do this. We'll do that. And then he writes 18 inches, in which it's supposed to be 18 feet. So when he gives it, oh, he's like, oh, don't worry. Hilarious. I got this covered. And then the lady, he's like, shows him the design. It's done. And he's like, oh, this is great. So this is going to look like 20 feet tall or whatever. He's like, no, this is it. He's like, what do you mean? And they have no idea. He's like, they're in concert playing, ready for this big ass thing to come down. And then they see the little thing, and the two midgets or dwarves are just like dancing around. Yes.
0: Yes, the small people are having fun with it. That was hilarious, dude.
1: Uh, I do not,
2: for one, think that the problem was that the band was down. I think that the problem may have been that there was a Stonehenge monument on the stage that was in danger of being crushed by a dwarf, all right? that tended to understate the hugeness of the object. I
1: really think you're just making a much too big a thing out of it. Making a big thing out of it would have been a good idea. <laughs>
0: That 18 inches is like, and then the manager too, he's talking to them after that. And he's like, well, didn't you, you're the manager. You're supposed to, didn't you think that 18 inches was too small Just "Hey, man, I'm just doing what you guys want to do. Yeah, so I just take that information and I run <laughs> with it. That's my job. I'm not here to change your creativity. You know, this is what you guys come up with. That's my job. So everybody's like, yeah. you know, passing the ball and saying, you know, uh, you know, one thing that reminded me one time and it did one time where I was working with Mary J. Blige, and she was doing a um she was doing a school event where she was promoting the album uh no More drama that was the time I was working with her so yeah she asked her manager go hey I want you guys to make me some basketballs big basketballs normal size basketballs yeah great so and then I got the order and said hey man don't screw this up at the time I was working with another guy who's just started working he was like Mr. Big Shot so I'd to share share my uh my work with him. So he had to put his two cents, which I did not trust. I mean, it's a cutthroat business, but anyways, I let him, I was like, great. I'm going to let him. So he's like, oh, I have a great vendor. He can make these balls and, 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 you know, make these baskets on time. I said, are you sure. Yes. So this is for Mary J. Bloss, you guys. So we make the order, we send them the artwork. And then we ship the balls out. As soon as they were done, these balls go out to this event that Mary J. Bloss is attending. She gets there, it's only one box. She's like, wow, this box is so small. Where are the basketballs? Dude, they were miniature basketballs. Oh, shit. Do you know how embarrassing that was for her? She opened it up and the kids were laughing. They're like, oh. Then she ended up throwing the (laughs) basketballs, like playing a joke with them like that. Dude, I got that phone call, the red telephone rang. When the red telephone rang, Uh. deep shit, dude. (laughs) Everybody, I was a that one knock me down, but it wasn't my fault because I trusted this guy. Oh
1: shit, man, dude, I couldn't. See, I, it that's took me why months. I'm glad I'm doing this with someone who's worked in who oh, works in the that industry, was embarrassing and and but you related and that's see that's the thing about this movie man is that spinal tap the ter- it's become a term where like bands have something called the spinal tap moment like we're becoming oh this is such a spinal tap moment i mean hell okay so there's a scene where they're all in these pods they're seeing songs and they all step out and only you know freaking derek smalls his doesn't open and they're struggling and he's playing the bass like what the hell like get me out of here and then it finally opens at the end of the song and they're like ah shit. so he tries to run back in and closes that happened to you too during, I think it's like, what was it called? The lemon tour or something like that. Right. That big,
0: that big, yeah, they're always being, doing Yeah, they had a stadium. big
1: ass lemon that they were inside and it would come out and they would come, it would open and they would walk out while well, one of the dates, it didn't open and they were stuck in there they could not come out and it was such a, like it was a spinal tap moment wow like it's, it's freaking <laughs> crazy that yeah, yeah. like this shit like like these things happen that's why like bands like they see this movie and they love it but they also dread it because it's like shit like we've gone through this stuff like there's one that i'll 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 be, I'll be you know sharing this posting it because i love the segment on i love the 80s the vh1 special where they talk about this movie and the guys from quiet riot they mentioned how like in the movie they there's a they have an album called shark sandwich and they got a review that literally yeah. said shit sandwich Sorry. yeah <laughs> and the guys in quiet riot said like holy hell we had that experience because we released an album called condition critical and we only got a two word review called condition terminal and they said like fuck like we hit a, a, a spinal tap moment and oh, it's just like man. i'm telling you people like like other bands like they this is regarded like i don't know about artists today but Artists from back when and bands like there's even hell, nine inch snails. I'll, 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 again, I'll I'll have to share this with you, Freddie, where they're they're just practicing on stage before a show, and someone puts, brings down the Stonehenge, the same Stonehenge, and he's like, What the fuck? And then their buddies, like, they get on their knees and they're like dancing around it, and then he just starts laughing, and I'm like, Dude, that's fucking badass. So it's like, Oh, that's cool. Like, this holds near and dear to play, but it's also extremely Mm -hmm. like, it's funny as hell. Like, I love that. Where, when Marty DeBerger he's interviewing them, and he's like, "I notice you have a lot of male fans. Like, why do you have? Like, why do you think that is?" And they're like, "Oh, it's be- Basically, he says because they have big dicks that they make the girls scared and run away, and that's why there's guys. Like, that's why there's so many guys because most of the girls are afraid of their big dicks. Oh in which God. you realize. He doesn't have a big dick because he has a, a freaking cucumber in his pants, but they do close-ups of it. And some of the lyrics to this song, um, let me see. Well, I, I want to read the big bottom because most of the songs are... are uh, By the way, I,
0: I've never worn a cucumber. If you're wondering, people, people are wondering, does you wear a cucumber? <laughs> if you wear that, if you only see the tight pants I wear... <laughs>
1: Oh, man. It's all like the big bottom. It's all the bigger the cushion, the sweeter the pushing. That's what I said. The looser the waistband, the deeper the quicksand. Or, so I've read, my baby fits me like a flesh tuxedo. I love to sink her with my pink torpedo.
0: <laughs> and then dudes are rocking to that, dude. you are
1: like, yeah. <laughs> Pass the joint, dude. This is great
0: lyrics, man. Hell yeah.
1: Oh, man and then and then the other song sex farm that one too he's like uh we're work, working on a sex farm trying to raise some hard love getting out my pitchfork poking your hay <laughs> uh scratching in your hen house sniffing at your feed bag slipping out your back door leaving my spray
0: <laughs> yep
1: oh man I'm, I'm telling you dude like there, there's like there's little things like the one of the famous ones is the the amps where it's like you see the this goes to eleven. It's like it's like he's like okay. oh I
0: love that scene, dude. He's, he's like, like why <laughs> why not just ten? No, but eleven you're louder. It's just more like and you know what? Kind of like yeah, that's kind of cool. I want to have an eleven. I don't want to be at ten.
1: Like when you need when you need that extra push, that extra yeah. kick, you put it to eleven. He's like why not make <laughs> ten? The the
0: yeah.
3: The numbers all go to eleven. Look, right across the board. Oh. Eleven, oh, eleven, and most eleven. Of and amps it...
2: go up to ten. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not ten. You see, most,
3: most blokes are going to be playing at ten. You're on ten here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on ten on your guitar. Where mm. can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do?
2: Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. 11? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Like, he just stays quiet. uh, Right. These go to 11. (laughs)
0: That cracks me up, dude. What oh, is like, What? It's crazy. 11, dude. Fuck okay, it. Not 10. 11. Yeah. So it, I'm going to say that. Hey, man, crack it up to 11.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, like, when I love how he's, like, He, uh, Derek, uh, no, not Derek, um, Nigel, he's playing the piano and he's, you could tell he's actually playing it and it's nice melodic. Like, it just sounds so sweet. Like, man, this is a good song. Very much. Like he said, like Mozart and Bach, like he's playing it. And then he's like, oh yeah, I call that song lick my love pump. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! It's I just mean, like it's just stupid little things like that. When they're when they first meet the limo driver, you don't get a lot of him. But
0: you know who that actor is too the the the
1: the, the limo driver driving,
0: the limo driver he's um he's a famous uh, he's been in a lot of those mobster movies.
1: Yeah, I see. I know. See, he, he was young because there there's a lot of people in and this they talk movie. like
0: that. You know, like New York. You know, it's Bruno Curb
1: bruno curb let's see i'm trying to find i hope
0: that's i'm not saying it right
1: limo grouping, no uh, bruno
0: kirby or
1: maybe you here right. you here tell tell me tell me another one of your favorite scenes while i look for the guy
0: oh man well yeah one of my favorite scenes was that when you get lost because i recently in my one of my last shows i i got lost <laughs> And everybody was like, where in the hell is Freddy? I was like, I don't know, dude. I'm, everything's black over here. I can't see. Give me a light guy. That one, He's dude.
1: like, hey, you're calling them. I don't know where I'm at. I'm, I'm lost. Exactly.
0: They bring that walkie-talkie. Where <laughs> Yeah, so that one. Uh, I'm going to take my time. <laughs> I'm, yeah, dude.
1: That. that
0: uh, oh, man. so many so many things Because I you know before COVID I was touring you guys and I mean when I went to Sinaloa Sonora that tour was just crazy too because I played it, I was in actually playing at cartel uh nightclubs that used to be owned by cartels and I heard there was history there oh you, this, this used to be so and so this used to be and I was like oh my god <laughs> so not that there are any cartels in this movie yeah but, just like that just things like that like oh yeah that, and it is cool.
1: bruno kirby it is bruno kirby you're right uh, yeah yeah yeah, so, I, yeah i remember okay yeah i remember I, him and, because and, he was and, in city slickers and shit
0: yeah and he's talking about he's like talking to the to uh <laughs> the director and he's like so what do you think of these guys oh man it's gonna it's a fad man just look man it's, it's just it's
1: gonna disappear fad
0: it's gonna disappear they're done and that's it man
1: see but it's because he gets mad because he he the the window's mm-hmm. down and they're in the they're in the back and then she's the 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 groupie the because she's labeled as limo groupie she's back there reading a sammy davis jr book he's like are you reading yes i can she's like yeah oh, he's man. like oh well i gotta tell you about this book like you know there's a part with frank sam i mean frankie i mean not what, what the fuck no, uh, no, frank, frank sinatra, sinatra. yeah this and that and then yeah. you see you see nigel like kind of Right there, his head, like looking at him, and out of nowhere, as he's mid conversation, they just put the window up. <laughs> <I know. laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man, that's fucked up. Like, and I then, mean, it was funny, but I was like, God damn, know, that's fucked up. You were
0: know reminding me of because, look, I've been in a lot of bands. I've I've lost relationships in bands. Unfortunately, the the music destroys friendships. Unfortunately, you guys, you know, yeah, yeah. Some of them might be able to be friends and not because there's it's just so much ego. There's just so much like just all this creative power, and everybody wants to get their light on, I mean, their their spotlight, you know, and, but the one thing is the relationship between the two main dudes, you know, they're like brothers, hey, when they're asking him, you know, how do you feel about working with uh, together and being creative? Well, yeah, sometimes we, we, we you know, we kill each other where I just want to kill him and all that, but yeah. out of that, you know, out of that, you know, uh, something beautiful comes out of that because you still understand you're like, no, man, it's, 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 let's lower down the ego. Let's focus on what we need to focus on that makes us work together, the collaboration between the band. And I think that's what the beauty about it. you see Spinal Tap. Everybody's got a cool, interest, interesting personality that yeah. got these guys together and do what they do on stage with the lyrics, with the vision of their. Their band, I mean, the unit, you know, the outfits that's what makes a band. It's cool. It's like, look at Kiss, look at those guys, yeah, those guys, and they're still number one, like selling out,
1: yeah. But they see they even had their issues with the band where like members were leaving and then they came back. I think '96 was the first time they
0: every band has like that, yeah. It's like, yeah, one guy leaves and then comes back, you know, look at Depeche Mode lost Adam Wilder, he hasn't returned, but you know, there's some guys who will never return. You know, yeah, and that's a that's an important and, see, and we,
1: we get that in this in this where because yeah. it's Nigel's having issues, you know, with the, uh, was it the David's, girlfriend. Yeah, the girlfriend. The, she got too she got she she she, you know, she, she got too a lot com- of too comfortable. Yeah, that's yeah. The thing She got too comfortable with with David's, you know, uh, you know, girlfriend. And then like David was kind of like, oh, this is my girl. So, of course, like you trying know, to be so cool. He, He's trying and, to he quit. So does Ian. Ian up in leaves, too. They're like, fuck, we're gone. And they try to continue moving forward, but they can't. Hell, they end up having a show where it's literally A puppet show and Spinal Tap. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The puppet show has bigger billing than Spinal Tap. And
0: by the way, did you know that that location is Magic Mountain? Yeah,
1: that's Magic Mountain, dude.
0: I've been on that stage, bro. I remember seeing a show in the 80s, bro. I I recognize that stage. Oh, I thought you meant
1: you guys performed on that stage. No,
0: I did a long time ago in the 90s because they were having – but, dude, that stage, man, wow. Even Kiss made their movie there at Magic Mountain.
1: It's like any, it's even sad when freaking, um, when they're still trying because they're, they're almost every venue, they're, they're, they're closing, they're like getting canceled. And they it end sucks. up as like, any, any show, we just want to get any show. That and, sucks, dude. And she yeah. gets them, uh, or like they get a show at a fucking naval base. And it, they're like, they don't even want this music. They want to dance, have a good time. <laughs>
0: dude, look at, they're all dressed in suits and all that. They don't like, what the hell is this? And they're all walking away from the state, you know, from that's, you know yeah you know and then they're playing at festivals you know which festivals are cool but i guess you know like the festival they were playing at, (laughs) they weren't having it was just you know the people who go to amusement parks like hey let's go check this band out i'm not gonna pack it unless yeah
1: (laughs) and like i was reading that freaking like there were actual bands that have Like that, like that comes from like actual bands who've gotten stuck having to perform at like army bases or naval bases and shit like that. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, like this this movie as a whole is funny. Like, like you'll you'll laugh. Like the the whole film. Like, there's I I guess like towards the very end it gets a a little too serious because it's the it's the friction they're breaking up. And you have to have that because it's like the real band. They break up, and it's cool because they do come back together. So it's the only part that it's. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's the weaker part of the film because it's not as funny. Where the most of the movie is funny. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're you're in a roller coaster ride, and it came down. You're like, oh no, we're coming down to shoot. But it had to be a little serious because he of came course, back you know yeah. he was there seeing the. He's like, what are you doing here? I came to see the band. No matter what, see. I'm sorry. I can relate to that because I did live that. I left a band because things just stuff, you know, like I say, we're all just trying to make it. And, you know, we just got tired of each other, <laughs> but I still supported their music. Like, I mean, I still supported their. So I would show up. I showed up. at. at I remember I was at the Roxy. I showed up. And it was so funny to feel like I was now out in the audience, not on stage with us with these guys. Yeah. So, but I still supported them no matter what her personality is, because that just that was just being creative stuff. But as far as the music, that was what I was there to support, and that's how I saw Nigel being there supporting, you know, their. See, their I, I, see I like
1: that part that because so, he's off in the stage. He's yeah. off on the side and yeah. they're playing. And then at one point, you know, they look at each other, you know, because they were childhood friends. They, they wrote songs together as kids. And that's when he looks over and he like calls him over like, come on. He's yeah, of
0: course. Walking. Yeah.
1: And he goes out there, but it pisses the girlfriend off because you of see course. her face and she's like not happy about it and you're then gonna, dude exactly gonna, dude. and they decide to go to japan because their hit sex sex farm is a, <laughs> it's hit. a hit out there yeah <laughs> yeah so like, let's go let's go out there you know exactly. and, and it's like it's good because it ends on a high note and you also see ian with this paddle for some reason he takes it everywhere he just has it right there and she's sitting there like looking up like like, I'm not in control anymore. And it's it's cool because it ends, it, it dips and it ends high. You know, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's a really good film. If you've never been in a band and you just want to have the humor that happens, that's, you know, I, there, I there's one scene, too, where there is. I just reminded me where he's there at a diner and he's like, hey, man, what's up with the gum on your fingers? Like, Oh, because I'm going to eat it later. That's kind of gross, like, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> You're like that happens, man. <laughs>
1: he's like, what, like why, why are you doing that yeah like, I mean, he later's
0: like damn dude yeah, <laughs> funny but yeah i mean i had i had fun revisiting this this movie i mean you got to check it out it's fun it's a you know it's a cult classic um they they also came up with uh the return of spinal tap yeah they did right?
1: they, there's, here let me let me let me quickly look up which uh
0: yeah, so uh, after this movie, they just ended up doing another, which I didn't really get to see. That one it was much yeah, they, more of a. That's more of a more of a concert film than what it is, uh, like this film. So they've
1: actually they, see that's the thing they write the music, so they've actually released albums. Like okay, so yeah, yeah. It's in '84, it's, yeah,
0: it's become it's become like a real like a real thing, well, <laughs> but it is a real thing.
1: In back see when MTV was actually fucking cool when MTV was good Uh, They did this one thing. It was a look back of the MTV Music Awards from the very first one to the one that whatever year it was. It was early 2000s at that time. So it was like looking back. And there was a moment where they had Spinal Tap come out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As you know, it was them. And they're like and they, they act like they are finally getting back together. Like they've done that. Hell, the Simpsons have an episode where Bart and one of the early seasons bart goes to a spinal tap concert and i remember there's a riot that happens because they end up going off stage because one of the inflatables deflates so they just get off stage or so like oh whatever so it causes like a riot um yeah like <laughs> spinal tap has like you know it's it, it's just it, it's no, been it's around, but they have real albums like 92 they did an album called break like the wind um, let's see. They had a a, a two-hour made-for-TV sequel. Yeah, The Return of Sp- Spinal Tap was a broadcast and released on home video to promote Break Like the Wind. It consisted mostly footage from an actual Spinal Tap concert at the Royal Albert Hall in the Stone... And the Stonehenge joke from the original movie is referenced as the new large prop is, in- is instead too big to get into the venue. All right, that's funny. <laughs> That's funny. No, it's they're too like, big now. It's not too big it can't get it in. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um they were oh, 2009 they released an album and DVD called Back from the Dead. Um I so think this is the band
0: they become so fizzed because they always I, I I see they've always been doing reuniting albums or yeah re, reuniting concerts, or it's like I ah, we're reuniting again. All right, see you guys later. And then 10 years go by and then oh we're reuniting again, and then, all right, let's that's
1: what in happens. 2018 was the last spinal tap related thing release was uh, Harry Shear, who plays Derek Smalls, he's the one that you're seeing in the back right there with the with the the long handlebar mustache. Um, he released an album called Smalls, Smalls Change, um, Meditations on Aging. So in, it was a solo album by Derek Smalls. So that's the last time we got a, a spinal tap. But like I said, if you can get your hands on that DVD with the commentary, it's it's amazing. You got to check it out. This is one of the, like, it was a good way to end our 1984 series was with, with this one. Because, again, it was just... I mean, you know what, and
0: it's a good pick from our audience, or listeners who enjoy the show, and thank you for that. That's cool. I didn't think i bought that one. That one just, uh, but good, good choice.
1: Yeah. It, again, it was. It's. It's a film that I, you know, I love. I was, I was obviously introduced to it late, you know, in in life, but. It was still something that when I saw it, I was like, "Dude, this this movie's a it's it's a it's a hit for me." Like it's it's funny, you know. My I I my wife was excited to see it. She was hoping that one was gonna win, and she's like, "I really want to see this because there's an episode of the Goldbergs, and the Goldbergs taste takes place in the '80s, and they do kind of like a Spinal Tap episode." And I, I pointed out to her, like, oh yeah, that's based on the movie. That's a real movie. You gotta check it out, blah blah blah. And so she was excited and she loved it. She she was laughing along with me. Like I, I was I was happy about that. That you, you know,
0: know. You, you know, these guys are all great actors. I mean, especially Michael John McKean. He's one of the remember Laverne and Shirley. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Squiggy just passed away, I think, I like know. last month. Hello. Yeah.
0: I still love it squeaky squeaky yeah he was in short circuit
1: two and then that's why he was great actor he's a great actor
0: yeah great actor humor and and drama so it's great to still have him around um of course you know penny marshall passed away a few years ago so
1: yeah so yeah uh, so this all yeah this this movie is uh, again, you gotta check it out. I don't know how much. It's we pretty good. More, check it yeah. out. That's it. Yeah. So there, so, so there roll. you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's our roll. our revisit of the week. Next week's episode, uh, we have a special surprise for you. So when you listen to this episode, most likely you're already gonna see the announcement online. So pay attention to online because we're gonna be announcing a special guest. We're gonna have a special guest. I'll tease. Uh, but well, I won't say exactly, but just put it this way uh, we're gonna have a little bit of a some karate return to 88 Hates. miles per hour podcast, he, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, so that's our that's our, our little tease, all right. So, let's do song of the week. Song of the week this week, um, it's honestly was 1984. I wanted to end this series with something big. And this album is one of my favorite albums from 1984. And the album comes from a band that I know this guy is going to be like, oh, you know, Depeche Mode's Some Great Reward. This album, yeah, this album is one of my favorite albums. This, honestly, this album really struck to me in the year uh, 1999, that summer, I don't know why, man. I was listening to this album a lot. Like I, I'd, I'd be playing video games and I would mute the, the the TV and just have this album playing over and over and over, dude. Like I love this album, so I was just like, "What, what wow. can I give you?" You know, because this album has a lot of great songs. I mean, hell, something to do, lie to me. I mean, hell, people are other people. Even though Martin hates that got that song, it's a great song. It doesn't matter. Stories of old one of the greatest love songs somebody master and servant if you want and blasphemous yep. rumors yep. like it, it, this this one was hard because it's like like honestly what can i give you to to like what would be the song of the week like you know and i'm like okay one from life from Humburg. uh they have they do this song and i really love it and it's if you want so i'm gonna give you for this week's Song of the Week from that album, it, w- it was a hard to pick because I didn't want to go singles. So I wasn't going to do Blasphemous or Master and Servant, somebody like right, I, right. or People Are People. The cool I, stuff.
0: Yeah. The other you know, cool stuff. I wanted to cool give
1: stuff. you the other, other stuff on the albums, ones that are, aren't really well-known, in the singles were like you know so that's why i'm going to give you if you want because i love that song that's one of my favorites off of this album like i i it was between that one and something to do cuz i love something to do but if i'm going to give you something to do i'm i'd rather give you the 101 version than the album version because i feel the 101 version even though it's almost the same sounds even better than 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 the album version cuz the the live version just something about it just has a bigger kick and a bigger beat
0: Oh, they beefed it up for the live. Even
1: in exactly, Depeche Mode,
0: they're like, we've got to beef it up, man. Alan, can you beef it up? Yes.
1: Yeah. So that's why. So this week's, like I said, I'm giving you, if you want, from the Depeche Mode's album "Sun Great Reward" that was released in 1984. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, make sure to you know go www.discord.com. Um, you know, you guys heard the ad and, you know, follow, please make sure www.discore.com. Also too, if, uh, you know, if you listen to us on, on Apple, please leave us a, a, a review. Give us, uh, you know, a uh, whatever how many on
0: review on the stars, please. It, it, whatever it
1: really would help it. us grow a lot. Also yes. to follow us on all the social media platforms. You know, Freddie. he has a store. Visit him at his page. You know, I've posted about it. I've linked it. You know, he has a bunch of merch. It really helps him with him not performing out there currently. Thank it you, does man. help him keep the lights on, you know. Also, to visit Discord. Use the code, you know, 88MPH. Yeah. Discord. Yeah, Discord. And then also, too, Han Cholo related stuff. You could go to Han Cholo 2015 on TikTok. Check out all the, you know, the... The videos and commentary. But so, yeah. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's been fun going on. Yes, yes. Trying to promote our newest album, Smell the Glove, in which we got lost backstage. And Freddie actually did get lost backstage. It was funny. That was and he, funny. <laughs> and he made some tiny basketballs for Mary J. Blige. I can't embarrass him, but I And <laughs> we hop into that, DeLorean. Oh, yeah. And it was, I didn't want to stop you, but it's isn't it Mary J. Blige? Yeah, I did. Mary J. Blige. What did I say? Blige. You're like Blige. Mary I J. Blige.
0: I was saying a British accent, Mary J. Blige. I
1: was like, "Is it? I'm like, I don't want to stop him. It's a funny story. <laughs> 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 but I think it's time we hop into that DeLorean and travel back to the future. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.